What is up, everybody? Welcome to Hogcast number 28 with your host, Bush Hog. Insert intro here. Oh, wait, we don't have one because I don't have any fucking production. Fucking guy quit on me. Uh, I got a couple of topics to talk to you about today. A couple of topics, a few topics, no big deal. Um, let me have a sip of beer. As much as I don't like drinking, I realize that I always come up with all of my topics while I'm usually, like, drunk at night in a hotel and I'm trying to go to sleep. And I'm just laying there in bed, like, not, you know, like, blackout drunk, but, you know, somewhere in the, the realm, like, gray out drunk, something like that. But my brain just starts fucking spinning and I'm laying there and I'm just like, these motherfuckers, dude, I can't, like... But yeah, I got a couple of topics today. Um, a new Battlefield game is coming out, and for those of you that know, I've always been a huge fan of the Battlefield franchise ever since I, I remember my first Battlefield game, um, and this was when I, I was a big, not I wasn't really a big Call of Duty guy, and this is when I'm 15 or so, maybe 16, um, which would have been in, fuck, that's 10 years ago, so like 2010, 2011, um... For example, Modern Warfare 2 came out when I was in ninth grade. It was like the ninth or 10th grade. It was the biggest fucking deal anybody ever heard of. Nobody shut the fuck up about it. Everybody made it sound cool. The game was shit. It was always shit. But that's besides the point. All I had played up until that point was just Call of Duty. Mostly Call of Duty 4. I never even, you know, which was the original Modern Warfare for you young bucks that are literally... So fucking young that you have no idea what I'm talking about right now. Call of Duty 4 was the original Modern Warfare. You were probably still fucking shitting yellow when that game came out. But that's okay. That's why I'm here for you, you know? You need somebody a little bit older but still in touch. Even though I don't know what all these new Call of Duties were. Besides the point. At this point, a thing on YouTube was big... It was it was what they call video commentary, like guys like Woody's Gamer Tags, C Nanners, uh, Wings of Redemption. He's still around begging for money. Hey, Wings of Redemption is the fucking like he he's literally the homeless fat guy that stands on the corner and like begs you for money, and everybody looks at him like, dude, you're fucking fat. Like, what do you need money for? You're obviously eating it or like what every quarter I give you do you just eat it on the spot like a fucking dog biscuit he's always been that way and yeah but besides that great guy great guy uh love him to death uh Wings of Redemption C Nanners who's the other guy um Hutch I, I forget what his his channel name was I think he's long gone now he got a real job or something got a real job Right before you could start making some fucking real money on YouTube. This was back in the day where you weren't even monetized. Like, YouTube didn't partner with channels that, um, that, like, any, like, small individual channels, there was no partnership. It was just the, the large channels, the main one, channels, the main one being Machinima, which, uh, everybody hated because they wrote up, you know, contracts where they just really fucked you hard. And there's, like, no way to get out of it. Um, and, yeah. But, you're, you know, these fucking guys, you're an idiot. You sign the contract. Read the fucking thing. Look it over. And, you know, like, I don't know. Either way, I watched a lot of these guys. Now, through this process, 
I ended up stumbling up on a game called Battlefield Bad Company 2 was out at the time. I said, oh, wow. And this game um, was similar in a way because it was a first-person shooter, but it was also completely different looking from anything I'd experienced in Call of Duty. There were vehicles, 32-man maps... Um, there's thunder outside. It's uh, Florida is so fucked. Um, 32 man maps. There's tanks. There's helicopters. There's classes. There's there's fucking building destruction. This is in 2011. I my mind is blown as a, a young man. I had to try it. As soon as my fingers hit that fucking game, I pretty much never played Call of Duty again because why would I? Um, and I've been a huge Battlefield fan ever since Battlefield 3 came out. It was fucking insane. The leap from Bad Company 2 to Battlefield 3 was monumental. And DICE is probably one of the last few developers out there that, you know, they really, and I can't say this maybe for the last couple of Battlefields that came out, but at least at that point, you know, they really take their time to make the game. You don't get a new Battlefield every year. Like you get a new Call of Duty. Every year they come out with a new Call of Duty. It's shit. Everybody whines. And then they make another one in a year. And everybody buys it all over again. It's fucking... It, it's always been retarded. Um. So yeah, when Battlefield 3 came out, the step... I mean, it was a completely new game engine. All new physics. Um, it looked different. It, it played a little bit different than Bad Company 2. Uh, it was same concept, but, you know, there was just some major differences. Some things were swapped around, uh, blah, blah, blah. And it was, I mean, that was really the game that put Battlefield on the map against Bad Company 2 was everybody was like, fuck playing. I, I don't even know what came out at that point. I, I can't remember if Battlefield 3 was, I, I think it was in competition with maybe either Black Ops or whichever one came out after Black Ops. I I don't know. Maybe it was Modern Warfare 3 or something like that. I don't know. I, ne I literally never played one after Black Ops. And Black Ops was honestly shit. Uh, and for all of you, like, what about the zombies? What about the zombies, Bush? Fuck, fuck the zombies, you fucking baby. What? Go play fucking Plants vs. Zombies on your mommy's phone if you want zombies. Only reason you're playing zombies is because you're too fucking lazy to shoot at a real person. That's the problem with this country. Everybody wants to shoot at the thing that just... Well, guess what? Real targets aren't some fucking heroin-addicted McDonald's worker that runs at you and he's got a hundred of his buddies because you fucking misgendered the cashier. That's, uh, well, actually, you know what, that is, that's real life, fuck, I guess it is, yeah, never mind, no, that's probably the most, I mean, if you were ever training to be, like, the Vegas shooter or something like that, then, you know, hey, that's, that's probably about as realistic as it gets, fuck, uh, fuck Rising Storm and all that bullshit, no, go play Battlefield, or not Battlefield Zombies, we never had zombies because we're not fucking babies, for my Spotify listeners, if I take a pause, I'm probably just drinking. So just give it a second. It's not buffering. I'm just an alcoholic. Um. So yeah, that was the competition there. And I'm pretty sure Battlefield 3 
more or less blew it out of the water. Like there was no, there was nothing they could do. It was completely different. Battlefield 3, 64 man games. I think, and, and this was the other beautiful thing was DICE always gave PC players their due. They didn't do Duh. the bullshit like what um, Activision and Infinity Ward and whoever that, uh, Triarch, Treyarch, whatever. Uh, most games, what they do is is they develop it for the console and then they port it to PC. And it's shit because we're basically on PC having to play a console game. There's no dedicated servers. You know, it's the the UI, the menus, and everything is set up to be used with the controller. It's very wonky. It doesn't work that well. It's very watered down compared to, I mean, until the PS5 and the Xbox One X came out, computers have always been more powerful because we're usually always updating and becoming more modern as we go along. Um, so, yeah, and on, on PC, though, with DICE, DICE always gave the PC players what they really wanted. We wanted a PC game, and then you water it down for the consoles. So, like, for example, on the consoles, they could really only play Battlefield 3, I think it was 48-man servers, which is still great. Uh, 48-man servers, and probably on, like, low to medium settings compared to the guys on PC that could, you know, have their game could look twice as good because they had the graphics power to actually run it that way compared to, you know, a PlayStation 3 or an Xbox 360 at the time. Um, we had, you know, dedicated servers. And when I say dedicated servers, what I mean by that is it is not, you know, you click on Quick Match and it just throws you into a game. I mean servers that are bought by real you know, gaming communities like the Hog Army Clan. I pay $20 a month. I pay for a server. This is my server. I set it up any way I want, whatever game modes I want, whatever rules. Uh, they're usually a lot more reliable. Um, you know, whatever amount of tickets, it doesn't matter. I, they, The people that bought the server pretty much control everything about the game. If you don't like shotguns, you say no shotguns, and then you put it in your title, like... This uh, Hog Army Clan uh, Conquest Mode Vanilla Maps, no shotguns. So now everybody that doesn't like shotguns get to they get to play the the normal game. Everything is there, but no shotguns. Okay, great. And then you know there's other servers for shit like that. Um, that's the type of things that PC players basically demand in these sorts of games. Um, now we fast forward a little bit. Battlefield 4 comes out. Battlefield 4 is really just a revised version of Battlefield 3. You almost can't tell the difference between them, except for uh, Battlefield 3, in my opinion, was probably the better game. Um, but Battlefield 4 is still great. And honestly, it still has a, a large community and is very playable to this day. Like Most people that don't want to play World War 2 or World War 1 Battlefield which I never liked Battlefield 1 or Battlefield 5. I, I'd never gotten to either one of them, uh, mostly just because I think the old guns are kind of boring um, for for a video game. They're cool in real life, great, but in a video game, I don't want to shoot five rounds and then have to reload. It's not my thing. Um, I'm, not a, I'm not a LARPer, you know. Um, so 
like I said, most people that don't want to do that, they don't want to play World War One or World War Two. They just go back and play Battlefield Four. So, what do you do as a company? Your dice. You don't want to make a revised Battlefield Four. How do we step this up and give ourselves some options here? Well, we go back in the past just a little bit to what was really a spin-off game, and I believe it was called Battlefield Twenty. 43 or something like that battlefield it might have been just called battlefield 2042 but there was an older battlefield game that came out before battlefield um battlefield bad company 2 i believe it came out right after battlefield 2 which was a futuristic battlefield everybody fucking loved it they loved it it was always well regarded i think it eventually died off as the newer games came out but everybody always talked highly of that game so it says okay we can't quite do modern day because that would be stagnant everybody would just you know bitch and complain that it's the same thing as what battle why would i buy this i can just play battlefield 4 let's turn it up to the future a little bit they come out with a little advertisement like a one-year advertisement um a one-minute advertisement excuse me and I see this on Instagram, and all I see in the fucking comments is bitch, 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 bitch. Everybody's whining. Why is there no, um, we, we want a battle royale. Fuck battle royale, and fuck you too. Fuck battle royale. That's a bait. It's, it's, this is not fucking Fortnite. You're just mad that you're shit at Warzone. So, it's like, oh, well, if I can't be good at Warzone, I'm just going to play Battle Royale on Battlefield, and maybe I'll be good at that. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. That's not what Battlefield is. Battlefield, as far as I'm known, has never had a Battle Royale mode. I know they talked about it for, I don't I don't know what game. I, I think they might have talked about it for Battlefield 5, um, or maybe they were talking about it for, for uh, a newer game or something. Um, but I also might just be thinking of Call of Duty. Um, it's never been about Battle Royale, ever. Call of Duty added that in because you're all fucking schmucks, and you'll play anything with a Battle Royale just so you can suck at it. Look at how many people played fucking Fortnite. And I like Fortnite as a game. I don't think it's bad at all. I actually think that when you look at the top-tier players of the game, the building, the, you know, the fast twitch movements, all this crazy shit that goes on, it's actually really interesting to watch. Very hard to be good at as well. Ugh. So, but that's not Battlefield's deal. Battlefield has always been Conquest, which is, you know, obviously everybody, there's six capture areas, or anywhere from three to eight capture areas along a large map. You capture them, you whittle down the tickets of the enemy team. The more flags you have, the more tickets they lose, and then every time you get a kill, it also takes a ticket away from them, so you get... A little bit of a balance between the guys that just want to run around and kill people versus the guys that are more objective-based players. Um, great. And then you have Rush, which is, you know, one team defends, one team attacks, two bombs, you blow up the bombs, you move to the next area, do it all over again until either the attacking team runs out of their tickets, which is just lives. You know, you get like 150 tickets or something to take the, the two points. Or until the attacking team has blown up all the bombs. Let me take a hit of this jewel real quick. So that's always been Battlefield. Um, and 
everybody that is a Battlefield fan is is perfectly happy with that. There are plenty of people that have gripes with Battlefield things. For example, the, one of the main reasons I don't like Battlefield 5 is they... It used to be in Battlefield 4, when you want to get into a vehicle, there are vehicles that spawn on every point. There's usually like a Jeep and maybe a little four-wheeler or, um, you know, like a uh, fucking dirt bike or whatever. Sometimes a helicopter. There's something that spawn. You have vehicles that spawn at your spawn that you can click on anytime you die. You can just say, okay, I'm going to spawn in a tank now and drive it from spawn wherever I want to go. Or if you're on a point capture the point you're ready to move on to the next place normally there's going to be something there for you to drive battlefield 5 moved this on to where you have squad points and the only way you can really get access to like these tanks and things like that is your squad leader who 90 percent of the time has no fucking clue that he can even do this has to spin the squad points in an extra menu which is fucking stupid you have to like press a button sit there go around a little wheel and then drop in the tank, and then you can get in and go. It's it's fucking dumb. It makes the gameplay very slow. Um, I understand that it's supposed to reward the, the squads that are doing better, but that's not really... It, it just didn't work, at least for me. I never liked it. Um, so, you know, that could be a gripe that you could have as a Battlefield player about Battlefield. That is something that is typically... That's something they tried... It didn't work, so we move on. This new Battlefield is going to be Battlefield 2042. Everybody, not only are they bitching about um, no uh, Battle Royale, which like I said, fuck Battle Royale, that's not what it's about. Uh, the next thing they bitch about is we don't want futuristic mode. Oh, uh, not futuristic mode, excuse me. We don't want a futuristic setting. It's not even fucking futuristic. It's 20 years from now, you dumb fucks. That's not like, how much do you, like, what do you think? We're going to have fucking laser cannons in 20 years? Probably not. If you look at the trailer, you know, which I have pulled up here, we're going to, we're going to go over a couple of things. If you look at the trailer, you can clearly see that there's a couple of realistic uh. elements, maybe some like futuristic vehicles but it's not like space age shit they're not shooting like it's not like halo or something like that can you imagine if they came out with a new halo and they're like we don't want a futuristic halo what the fuck are you talking about it's it's just something where they say look let's jump 20 years ahead that way we can you know fudge the lines a little bit let's we can make something up if we think you know if if somebody doesn't like the ak-47 you know we can make a gun this is a new gun and it does this or that or whatever or, or you know uh every you know people have a problem with the tanks blah 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 um you know we can we can now we can make a vehicle this is a future vehicle that is specifically meant to be like a tank buster sort of thing. And this is just, you know, me going off my head, but I'm sure this is the reason why they did it. It's just to give themselves the fucking leeway to be able to expand on the game. That way it's not just a fucking, this fucking same thing Call of Duty does, which they either go too far, but either way, Call of Duty is just a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy with new gimmicks added in every year. DICE isn't going to do that. So, thirdly, the last thing that I saw people bitching about was um, 
no campaign. Now, if you play Battlefield for the campaign mode, I don't have a problem with you, but what you have to understand is, except for maybe Bad Company 2 and a little bit of Battlefield 3, every campaign in Battlefield has been shit. They're not fun. The only thing they're good for is showing off the graphics. That's it. But it's just a... St go play any fucking military game. It's the same thing. It's all the same. I will argue that Call of Duty has always had a better campaign than Battlefield. I So if Call of Duty came out and didn't have campaign mode, you know, there's like a whole storyline there and this and that. I totally get it. I still to this day remember, you know, Modern Warfare 2 story mode. Uh, Modern Warfare story mode. I, I, I played Black Ops. I didn't... I think I was just too young to really understand what was going on in that story mode for some reason. But I totally get that on a Call of Duty scale. For Battlefield, I'd much rather them just take the fucking money, dump it into the multiplayer, because that's what counts. It's always been about the multiplayer. That's always been the bread and butter of Battlefield. Even Battlefield 2, unlike Call of Duty, which started as a campaign game, you know, before online even came out, way back in the fucking uh, gaming Stone Age... When I was a, a fucking real young kid, um, you know, Call of Duty was always was more of a campaign sort of deal. Uh, Battlefield 2, I'm pretty sure, did not have a campaign mode. And I don't even know what Battlefield, the first Battlefield game even was. Um, but, you know, Battle Battlefield, I don't think they came out with campaign mode until they came out with Bad Company and then Bad Company 2. Which, people like the campaign. I think people like Battlefield 3's campaign. All I'm saying is it's not necessary. It's not something I'm going to bitch about. What difference does it make, you know? Um, finally, I want to show you a couple of clips. Um, a couple of things that, as a Battlefield player, shows me uh, that... Because Battlefield has always been a game that is is about it, it's not necessarily realistic like there's mechanics in the game that even though it makes no sense they leave it because people like it and it's fun to do it makes battle sometimes the things that make a game fun and amazing is is things that they didn't even intend on happening for example in battlefield 4 you can jump off of a building release your parachute 10 feet above the ground and be fine you take maybe like 10 damage it's fun imagine if they said well that's not realistic and they take it out and you got to release your parachute you know 60 feet up in the air and now you just get shot as you're parachuting to the ground or whatever nobody likes that it's not fun anymore so they leave it and then because they know it they know these fun things um, you know, now they seem like they're capitalizing on it. Um, something I want to show you here is in the, uh, new release trailer. There is a, uh, couple of things here, I believe. Let me just scroll in. So this looks fun, 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 fun. Um, so this right here, and I'm about to change the scene. Give me a second here. Uh, I'm just full screening the video. Let me turn down my volume on my speakers just a little bit. This is, uh, I'll, I'll let it play here. I hope it's not picking up through the mic too much, but I don't think it'll bother. So you see the jets flying up into the air. Uh, what does he do here? He's got somebody on his tail. 
He jumps out, pulls out his rocket launcher, hits him with the rocket launcher, and then uh, grabs back onto the jet and goes about his day. Great. Uh, now, you might think this is just a gimmick, but this is actually something where, and I'm sorry for my Spotify listeners, you can't see what's happening. I'm trying to describe it as we go. Um, this is something that was kind of a, a gameplay mechanic that they didn't intend to have because it wasn't realistic, but you've always been able to just jump into a vehicle and jump out. You can jump out of a jet in midair, and if you can get back to the jet, climb back in. It doesn't matter that you're, you know, fucking, I don't know how, like what, 20,000 feet in the air or whatever. Who cares? Do it. It's fun. And the place that they got this from was this clip by uh, Stun Gravy here. This is in Battlefield 3. So this is this video came out in 2011. This is the original Rendezvous. So as you can see, he's flying the jet. He is uh, shooting at people. And if you look on his radar here in the bottom left, you can see that he has one or two jets following him. He's in a bad way right now. It's very hard to get back behind a jet that's you know, shooting at you from your six. What does he do? He flies straight up into the air, pulls out his RPG, bada bing, bada boom, hits that motherfucker, one shot kill with the RPG to a jet, jumps back in his jet, and goes on about his fucking business. This clip has 15 million views and 250,000 likes. Do you think there's anybody in this comment saying, well, that's not very realistic? No. It's what makes the game fun. Uh, there was another clip I wanted to show you guys, but I can't uh, find it now uh, because I've, I fucking... Um, I could probably find it. Just give me a second here. But um, it, it just goes to show you the things that, that DICE are looking at. They understand what makes their game fun. They know what Battlefield players want. They don't give a fuck what Call of Duty players want. Okay, I have the video here. Let's see, is this it? Yes, this is it. Okay. So this is another thing that is very common and unrealistic in uh, Battlefield, but is fun. It makes the game interesting. So you have a helicopter fucking with you. These guys are on top of a roof. Yeah. What you do is you throw C4 onto a friendly uh, ATV, four-wheeler, whatever you want to call it. And then you f you fucking drive it into the enemy vehicle, be it a tank, um, and, and ATV is a throwaway vehicle. They all their four is moving around unless you get a little crafty with them. So you see he's got C4 on his buddy's ATV. He jumps off, and then boom, it hits the helicopter. You flip the switch, blow the C4 up, and now you have just defeated a helicopter with little bit of C4 and an ATV. That's what Battlefield's about. Um, I'm excited to, to play the new Battlefield 2042. Um, do I know that it's going to be good? No. Maybe I'll have some complaints. I know a lot of the, the Battlefield players are saying that they don't like it, that they removed the original class system, and they're doing something with, like, hero characters or something like that. Um, I, I don't... I mean, for one, nothing seems like it's final yet. I don't know what the release date is. This thing might be a year or more away. Um, so they may tweak some things, you know. But 
what I am willing to do is just give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they remove the class system because they're putting in something they think it's better. If it doesn't work, then I'll complain about it. But maybe it works. Let's just, you know, let's give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. They've done a pretty good job so far. Yes, they've made hiccups along the way. A lot of people liked Battlefield 1, um, which was the World War I game. I, I just didn't care for it. But, you know, and then a lot of people didn't like the Battlefield 5 thing. Mostly, a lot of it was just the politically correct, like, you've got a disabled girl running on, like, fighting on the front lines of World War II, and the campaign missions took a lot of things that, you know, some, some brave men did back in World War II, and they just, like, it's like, oh, no, uh, a, a team of 15 guys didn't do that. This This disabled chick and her, like like fucking cousin or something did this whole mission by themselves and I, it just you know it, it put a bad taste in people's mouth i didn't i didn't care about that too much but uh i just don't like the way the game plays like they did things for example the main thing i hate about battlefield 5 is i like to use lmgs well unlike every other battlefield game in battlefield 5 you have to be prone to aim down the sight with your LMG. It is fucking stupid. I don't want realism. I want to be able to aim down the fucking sight. I, if you want to be realistic about it, give me extra recoil, anything. Just let me fucking do it so I can at least... I mean, there's no reason why I can't aim down the sight and just pop one off at somebody or just single tap it, you know, or do like three or four round burst, whatever. The fact that you had to go prone literally made the, the whole support LMG class like useless like as soon as people saw you you can't move because you have to get up and like do a little stupid fucking animation where you know you're folding the weapon up and all this dumb shit it was it was garbage so let's move on to our next topic I can't believe I talked about that for 30 fucking minutes last night I watched a movie now what was this movie called you might say bush hog well this movie was called war dogs i believe this came out in 2016 i'm looking it up yes it did um and i remember that the trailer for the movie was very it looked awesome i was like oh fuck yeah cool this looks great um i watched it i have never been so fucking mad at a movie in my life first off this movie is basically a watered-down, shitty version of Lord of War, which came out in 2005 with Nicolas Cage. Um, I'm. <laughs> it's funny because you can even tell, like, if you just read the description on IMDb, like, War Dog's description says, loosely based on the true story of two young men, David Packows and Ephraim Diveroli, who won a $300 million contract from the Pentagon to uh, arm America's allies in Afghanistan, which is a shitty description. Um, and then if you just look at Lord of War, uh, it literally just says an arms dealer confronts the morality of his work as he is being chased by an Interpol agent. So really, keep it simple, right? Much better movie, too. Um, but yeah, it's basically the same fucking thing. I'm, I'm going to play the intros for you here. Um, 
So here is, and I'm going to have to do a little bit of something with it here because I don't want to get copyright struck. Um, obviously, this is for, you know, I'm allowed to commentate over these sorts of things. But so, yeah, this is the Lord of War introduction scene. Uh, here you have Nicolas Cage after it comes up from like a little hail of bullets on the ground. He's in some place in Africa. Great. So zooming in on Nick. Um, it's already kind of engaged you here. And Nick is going to turn around and begin talking. I don't think that... Please tell me that my audio... For this is not fucked up. Okay. Well, I don't think you could have heard the other two videos, but you get the point. Um, so, yeah. Let me do this again. Here we go. There are over 550 million firearms in worldwide circulation. That's one firearm for every 12 people on the planet. The only question is... How do we arm the other 11? And then it goes into this whole sequence of, you know, them making these bullets and blah, blah, blah. And then it goes into the movie. Now, we go over to War Dogs. So this is, you, you almost get a little bit of the same vibe. I'm not going to say this part is a copy, but if you watch the two movies, you can totally see what I'm talking about here. So this is the War Dogs um, introduction scene. That's a Jericho 941 pointed at my head. You can get one on the black market for $300. Yeah. It is a very reliable weapon. My name is David Packhouse. All right, so skipping ahead. They're just talking about the military, talking about all the money you can make, blah, blah, blah. And even though this says it's loosely based on a, a real story, this is my, my problem with it, is that it's so loosely based... That it doesn't make any fucking sense. The guy in the movie, the main character, starts out as a massage therapist. He kind of runs into this deal with an old friend of his that is um, is basically doing this thing where, you know, the U.S. military has basically opened up like an eBay for contracts to for the you know for vendors to sell the military weapons you know they say look we need a thousand m16s and then different vendors bid on it they say i'll sell you a thousand m16s for twenty thousand dollars or whatever and then you know you get the contract or not well the guy that is the weapons dealer he is um essentially just finding because there's so many pages you know the military needs everything they need gloves they need you know fucking like cum socks and shit like that so he just finds the little shit and he bids on that and he makes good money doing it well they eventually work their way up but they they just go through this whole process of fucking stupidity and things that make no sense and they you know this spoiler alerts uh don't watch the movie because it's not worth it anyway but um it eventually gets to the point where they're in this huge deal and everything's going wrong and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, the main character doesn't trust his partner anymore. He's worried that his partner's going to fuck him over. So he has, he writes up a little partnership agreement, which their partnership was always 70-30. So everything he did, he got 30% off of the deal. Great. Now, first off, you always want to write this out 
you know, these handshake deals, I don't care if it's your fucking mom. You don't know. You always, you know, write things out, have it done, and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. Either way, way down the road, he does this. He writes this out. The other partner is obviously a little bit suspicious of him because it's like, well, why are you suspicious of me? Maybe I should be suspicious of you, blah, blah, blah. He only, first off, anytime you write something like this, you immediately would would turn that into your lawyer. Um, you, you First off, you make multiple copies of it. Turn it into a lawyer, accountant, whoever, somebody, a neutral place that has this on file. What does this fucking Momo do? He fucking makes one copy and puts it in his desk where his fucking co-worker, partner, can see him. So it's like if the guy is going to fuck you over, he's just going to go in there and tear the contract up. And then it never existed, which is what ended up happening. Another thing that annoyed me about this fucking movie is the, um, the wife of the main character... And I called Cheyenne last night, and I, you know, like, bitched about it to her because I, I wanted, you know, hang on. I don't want to go through too many beers here. I've only got nine left for the night, which is over the limit anyway, but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> but, um, so... In the movie, this guy's wife, first off, they're poor as fuck. He's working as a massage therapist. The movie is set in 2006 during the Iraq War. They're poor as fuck. Apparently, she's got two brothers or two cousins. Or If it's cousins, who gives a fuck if they're fighting in the middle? Like, who fucking cares? See you later, fucking cousin Alejandro, whoever the fuck you are. Fuck off. Go get your Camaro. Let him do what he wants to do. But, uh... Either way. So she's against the war. So when this guy gets into partnership with the gun dealer, he's like, dude, I can't tell my wife because she's gonna flip the fuck out. She hates the war. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, woman! Shut up! How about that? But no, really. So it goes down the line and she thinks that they're just selling bed sheets to the military because that's what this dude's other hustle was. Like he was trying to get out of the massage business or whatever. So he's like, I'm going to try and sell bed sheets to old people's homes. It sounds stupid, but, you know, people really do stuff like this. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It didn't work for him, but he told her, he's like, well, I got these bed sheets. You know, my friend has military contacts or whatever, so we're just going to sell them to the military. And she's like, oh, okay, great. Bed sheets, nice. Starts making buku fucking money selling these guns. She doesn't know. And then she's like, she finds out that he's selling guns. And this is after they bought like a $2 million apartment in Miami driving Porsches and shit. And, uh, and she's like, I'm taking the baby and we're going to stay at my mom's house. What the fuck are you talking about? She's like, why did you lie to me? Why didn't you tell me that you were selling on Fuck off. First off, if your fucking husband starts making buku money and takes you from some dumpy apartment to a $2 million fucking condominium or whatever the fuck, I don't know what you call them. I'm not, like, I don't, 
live in the box nerd <laughs> um i don't know if the burp helped that or what but what i'm saying though is and, and even if it's you see this a lot because the mob wives they got it um let me move this back over here because i keep looking over at my other monitor trying to just make sure that everything is good um the mob wives got it but this fucking cunt and uh, it seems like a lot of women, mostly in movies, I think most women in real life aren't like this. But if your husband and or boyfriend um, starts to make excessive amounts of money, be it through a legal means or a non-legal means, you have one job. And I've given this advice many times over these episodes. Your job... Just like the helper's job, just like, you know, a lot of people's job and how they would succeed in this era is to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That's all you have to do. You don't ask questions. You don't get mad. You don't go to mommy's house. You shut the fuck up. Sit in that $2 million apartment. Fucking put your goddamn feet up and shut up. That is it. You're, you're in a $2 million apartment. Fuck your fucking cousins. Both of them can die for two million bucks. Get the fuck out of here. You think they're not going to get the fucking guns from somebody else? I may as well sell them to them. So that really got on my nerves. And and then on top of that, and I'm not, you know, inciting any criminal activity here or something like that. But ladies, if your man is getting into something and he starts making a shit ton of money... Don't ask him shit about it because if you know anything, this is like when you watch like Goodfellas and stuff. I don't know that that, I know that was kind of like loosely based on a true thing, blah, blah, blah. But you know, even in real life, it seemed like the mob wives understood this well. If you know anything about what he's doing, you're incriminated too, because now you're an accomplice. You know what this guy, you know that this guy is selling drugs. You know that he's laundering money. You know that he's, you know, uh, moving guns across international borders and into Iraq, blah, 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 blah. And you didn't report it. You're an accomplice. Congratulations, dummy. If you would have just stuck to Bushhog's golden rule of shut the fuck up, you would, I mean, this is like when the cops walked in on Goodfellas and they're, they're asking the fucking wives... They're like, what, what, do, you, do you know what your husband does for a living? They're just getting their fucking nails painted. They're like, no, honey, I don't know what he does. I think he's in car sales or something like that. That's the fucking answer you give right there. The I don't fucking know because I've never even asked him. And you can fucking take me into interrogation, twist my goddamn nipples for three fucking hours, and I'm not going to be able to tell you because I don't know. End of story. You can't be incriminated. You're not ratting on your fucking husband. Just shut up. Get your fucking hair done. Jesus Christ. What do the women in these movies want? And like I said, this is just the movies I feel like. Um, the only thing that I'll say about women in real life, which I talked to Cheyenne about this. She'll be coming on for the thousand. Once I hit a thousand subscribers, we're going to have a, a Mrs. Hogg on the Hogcast. But, um... You know, she's like, well, I guess if, if you started making a shit ton of money, uh, you know, I, I'd figure you're either doing something illegal or you won the lottery. I was like, look, how about this? If that ever happens, I'll just tell you I won the lottery. If I say I want, if I say Cheyenne, 
If you say, hey, where's all this money coming from? And I say, Cheyenne, I won the lottery. Last question. That's it. If the cops ever come, hey, uh, how did your husband have all this money? I don't know. He, he won the lottery, I guess. Done. That's it. You don't ask any fucking more questions. Joey Diaz had a great... Uh, I heard him talking on a podcast, and he said that he was talking to somebody, and um, you know he's got a wife and a young daughter, and has done some bad things in the past. But moving on, he's like, "Yeah, if I'm ever gonna go make a deal or something like that, you know." And my my wife asked me where I'm going, or my daughter asked me where I'm going. I'm just telling her I'm gonna go see about a dog. They know there ain't no fucking dog, but they don't ask no more questions. And then I go and do what I gotta do, <laughs> cocksucker, <laughs> fucking. That's the way it's supposed to be. Don't get in your husband's fucking business, you know? And granted, there are some other things that can go wrong with that. Probably, you know, like cheating and blah, blah, blah. But if I'm sitting in a $2 million apartment, and, you know, now this isn't me, but, you know, in these sorts of situations where people are doing illegal things and, you know, they've already, like, you're going to hell anyway. But if I'm a woman, I'm sitting in a $2 million apartment getting my fucking nails done and my feet scrubbed and shit. If my husband's on the other side of town getting his dick licked by some fucking $50 hooker, do I really give a fuck? I don't even fucking like the guy. I like this apartment. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Anyway, I think we've had a pretty good rant today. We've done 45 minutes. I feel good about it. I'm sorry for the first half where the audio wasn't coming through. Uh, my fucking uh, fucking producer that is not here. He's fucking probably sleeping or talking to his girlfriend. Um, you know, we, we fucked up a little bit there. But I'm glad that I was smart enough to at least explain what was happening. And you could also see it. Uh, maybe you can hear it a little bit through the microphone, hopefully. And you can obviously see it through the video. Um, sorry, Spotify listeners, mostly. Um... But yeah, I think we had a pretty good 45 minutes today. Um, I'm going to try to get back to the workout videos. Not today. Fucking my chest has been sore since Saturday. I don't know what the fuck happened. Um, I don't know what I do. I, I don't know why my chest is like, it's like the muscles, like especially these tendons right here in between the shoulder and the, the top of the, the pectoral or whatever. It like, I, I don't know. I thought I worked my chest better than that, but they just been fucking sore like a motherfucker. So hopefully that'll be all better. And then, you know, at some point during this weekend, you know, we'll get a little bit more uh, Project Bloat Flex in there. I'm glad everybody's enjoying those videos. Glad everybody's enjoying the fucking Hogcast. Continue to subscribe. Uh, remember to like the video, please, if you enjoyed it. Please, please, please leave comments. Uh, argue with each other. Whatever. Fine with me. Uh, tell me that I'm fat-headed. Oh, go watch Lord of War. Great fucking movie. Lord of War with Nicolas Cage. Great movie. Um, and then if you want to laugh at how fucking bad it is, go watch uh, War Dogs. Is that what it's called? Yeah, go watch War Dogs after you watch Lord of War. Or you can watch War Dogs first and then watch Lord of War and be like, holy fuck, Bush Hog is right again. This guy knows everything. Um... But yeah, Cheyenne should be home pretty soon. I think she's making spaghetti or some shit. I don't fucking know. But uh, remember, like I said, drop a like. Tell your friends. And have a great fucking Thursday night, guys.